2: The are strong and so, with my dad and Zogaddi. <laughs> I was that bad button? Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American.
1: Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can! Why are you here? You're supposed to be a
2: Place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty show. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Why are you here today? I don't watch
3: the news. The birthplace of talk
2: radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their
1: listeners, and here's their response. I've spent six months doing Zen meditation in Kamakura, Japan.
3: I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty! Studio C. See, are It's a dimly lit room, you know where? Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, on a Tuesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The weird old judge and that Democrat guy! Honorary general manager, honorary honorary general manager, Ed Lee, Mayor of San Francisco. Died dead at age 65. Suddenly, without warning. God rest his soul. I disagree with him on everything. I have called him terrible, terrible names, but he's a real human being with a family, and uh, we send our condolences. So, do you think the? Because uh, I, I am uh, my stance for years has been these elections around the country that they act like are, are a referendum on everything that's going on. Or s- it's a stupid narrative, right? The idea that some congressional race in Pennsylvania is uh, a, a referen- referendum on Trump or gives you an idea of what direction the country's going. I no, one guy ran on more coal miners and one guy ran on no coal miners and they voted there. And, sure. Cause you know. they got a lot of coal miners. <laughs> right. Exactly. Nothing That's to usually do with us. about it. Yeah. But that sort of thing. But yeah. this Alabama one, I don't know. I think, I think this has got some meaning, but Trump really got into this election. There's some Trump juice definitely in the stew. It's mostly a referendum on how tolerant are we of our own party's pervs? Yeah, it's that. I mean, not, I think that's mostly it, because there is no way. Luther Strange, for instance, who lost to Roy Moore in the primary. No way he loses. No way. Unless it turns out he's like a transgender actor murderer because one or the other wouldn't be enough <laughs> oh my god all well, right so but an, I'd, I'd vote for an axe murderer but not a transgender axe murderer now transgender fellows i understand we're all a little confused these days but not if he goes around killing people with axes <laughs> so between the two right It'd be hard to get him yeah. so yeah so it's as red as red can be down yonder uh but will they w- w- vote for the old judge uh, well, what with the accusations and all. This is an amazing statistic. Um, uh, the Jones guy could get 25 points more than Hillary Clinton got and still lose. Woof. That's how Trumpy a state it was. It's pretty trumpy. yeah, yeah, yeah so uh, that's that's a good head start right there. Um, oh, and, and just one more note quickly. That Fox poll we mentioned yesterday has uh, Jones, the Democrat, up ten points. There's a new poll out today has more up nine points. So let's just go ahead and take a poll at the polls yes. and announce the result tonight. We're going to talk to a local newspaperman a little later in the show who's there in Alabama talking about what it's like. It's really really interesting. Yeah, it's the editor of the Opelika Auburn News. The what the Opelika Auburn News is that a town? That's a town. Okay um let's introduce everybody in the squad we'll start over there with our board operator Michelangelo, pressing buttons flipping toggles how are you this morning michael
2: i'm good i come uh looking for direction from you guys actually about our gift exchange i'm trying to figure out well i got a great one this year oh boy
3: my wife's idea when she's in charge it's always
2: good (laughs) is this a wacky gift exchange or a tacky gift exchange or a clever gift exchange um, well, the line... <laughs> When we started it years ago, I've been with the show for a long time, originally it was the Tacky Gift Exchange. That's I right, remember, that was the name of it. Yeah, it was, and I remember Jack would give... Some very off colored you know, awful lot of
3: porn. terrible. (laughs) 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 He gave used porn one year. I remember taking that home to my parents. Oh, geez. Uh, Well, that was a different time. It was a different time. (laughs) That that was was a madman world. Yeah, that's right. That sort of thing
4: wouldn't Smoking in the studios. It was all different. Sensibilities have changed in America.
2: So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, exactly... How far wacky, we can go Wacky, tacky, gift. or clever?
3: Yeah. It reminds me of that one consultant we. God, radio consultants. May you all contract a painful skin disease. Um, <laughs> what was that? What did the guy say? Listen, it's good to be silly, but not wacky. Or it might have been the opposite, or something, and we just nod our heads. Okay, yeah, I see. Under a good point, interesting point. Because you know, you agree with them. Just get them out of there. Wacky's okay, but silly doesn't work. It's not going to work with our audience, our target audience of a thirty-nine-year-old
4: female.
3: I'm going to need somebody too on a case-by-case basis. That would okay. Define for me the difference between wacky and silly. I,
2: I'm just <laughs> confused. I'll just get the got, Chia Pet. Well, what I got here, yeah, they're
3: perfectly good guy. When in doubt. What I got for somebody is uh, let's see, it's a little tacky, it's very
4: useful, um, and it's funny. So, that I'll just tell you what I did. Mm hmm. But All that's right.
3: the particular person I I got. I okay. drew the name.
4: And then remember, I took
3: the piece of paper and I chewed it up and swallowed it. So nobody could, the Russians <laughs> couldn't figure it out. <laughs> that's right. Nobody could hack into
4: it. Yeah, there mullers <laughs> people probably leak like it. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, it was this morning that I secured my ticket for Star Wars The Last Jedi. Debuting this weekend, I will be seeing a Thursday evening showing. I will have my full review on Friday. So the movie comes out Friday. You're going to see it Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, the, I, you are part of the important people. Lunatic Fringe, yes. Yes, that's awesome. The hidden crowd. Well, the, the this is kind of a... It started years ago where it would... A movie, a big movie, would debut on a certain Friday, and then the West Coast theaters would would do it at nine o'clock because hey, that's midnight East Coast time. Technically, right. it's the day, and then it's kind of slowly encroached. And now the the premiere dates actually start about seven o'clock on Thursday, the day before it comes out.
3: Can you um like go on forums and stuff like that on Friday and say, are you guys still talking about this? I'm so over it. I saw it
4: yesterday. I'm spoiling everything on every forum <laughs> I go to. There was not
3: a single ewok. <laughs> Notable lack of Georgia binks. There is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day.
4: How are you, Marshall?
2: I'm doing well. As you know, I am the Armstrong and Getty show gourmand. (laughs) My reputation has spread throughout the station, and I've now been challenged by others in the newsroom to a homemade split pea soup making contest. Mm. Now, I've never done this before. I understand it involves soaking dry beans in a ham bone. Good times, dry beans, and a ham bone. Ham bone, ham bone. What do you say? Got to get those ingredients, and I got to get a Dutch oven. I had to look up what a Dutch oven was. I'm gonna go get that. And that's that. when you fluff under the uh, no the blanket. Right? No, it's actually that's a
3: nickname. It's uh, something different.
4: It's a it's yeah. Be ah.
2: careful looking that up. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. Uh, make
4: sure it's not the Urban Dictionary definition, right?
2: <laughs> then we're gonna we're gonna make these over the weekend Monday. I'm gonna bring in my soup for the entire crew to try out. This is going to be homemade split pea soup made by my own hands.
4: Sounds fantastic. Your yes. own washed hands, I hope. My own
2: washed hands. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, never indeed. had split pea soup. I don't this think will be I have either. Yeah. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, my. It sounds well, healthy. Yes. <laughs> healthy and filled with ham bone. Fantastic. <laughs>
3: do that. You do that thing again. Ham bone. Please. Ham bone. Ham bone. What are you saying? Um, <laughs> fantastic. Eve, ah. I've... Uh, It's a little old-timey sitting around having some split pea soup on a cold morning. Sure. (laughs) Maybe I'll follow it with a hard candy. Uh, (laughs) I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, December 12th, year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here's the beginning of the show now. According to FCC rules and regulations, enough foolishness. Let's get down to business at Mark.
2: Fake news would tell you that we don't care for Jews. I tell you all this because I've seen it all, so I just want to set the record straight while they're here. One of our attorneys is a Jew. There you go. Oh,
3: you didn't get the crowd reaction. Oh, you got to re-edit that with, with the crowd reaction immediately. What do they do? They A number of people burst out laughing because <laughs> it is so laughable. Go ahead.
2: I tell you all this because I've seen it all, so I just want to set the record straight while they're here. One of our attorneys...
3: Is it you? <laughs> so you got the initial... <laughs> then the... Whoa, what the... <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry, it's the <laughs> laughter, then the... Oh my God! And then the... Oh. And, I ass- and then, like, a few claps of the yahoos who didn't understand how awful that was. Was that Moore's wife? Yes. With the big dangly cross earrings? That was uh, little lady. And I assume that's a pretty pro-Moore crowd there that they're speaking to. Oh, yeah, to. that and, was a rally. And their reaction was, durr. Do, oh! I, do I clap for that? Those or? who didn't bust out <laughs> laughing. Is that something you clap for? Look, we have a Jew. Dude, ah! You know, the fake news would tell you we don't like
4: the Jews. <laughs> well, one of our lawyers is, is a Jew. Oh, my God. Wow. That is wow. incredible. So did nobody look at that before she went up there? Or? <laughs>
2: wow. That is,
4: that is really something. A Jew.
3: Wow That is something hmm.
2: uh, <sighs> What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Hey, Alan, the polls are open in Alabama The voters to decide the election that has captured the nation's attention We got Trump Twitter blasting t- uh, Democrats fake news and political flunkies And Larry King battling groping charges Stories coming up, 635, Armstrong and Giffey.
3: God, you're right, Marshall I saw a little Jones on the campaign trail He's yeah. not that no. good no oh. <laughs> He is not that good Come on, Alabama! You can do better than that, can't well, you? Well, how many Democrats are, that are any good ran, thinking they had right. any chance of winning? Right. You don't run. You don't go to win. What's the point? True enough, they just needed a sacrificial lamb. So it might be the Hillary-Trump race. and This Jones guy's the only person who could have possibly lost to Roy Moore. <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. little insight, little knowledge, little humor, good stuff. Do we have a Jew? I don't think we have a Jew. We need to get uh, a Jew. One of our uh, one of our lawyers is a Jew. <laughs> she, she doesn't quite want to say it out loud, is it? A Jew. <laughs> I got to hear that. I need to hear that whole thing like five more times. Oh, please. But... Every segment of the show. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Brows for Christmas is a thing. Oh, good! Look at that up on the TV. What the, hell is, what the uh, hell is that? That's crazy, is what that is. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, okay, go ahead. Mm. Mm. You young people with your piercings, oh, and your 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 eyebrow art. Why can't you make a life like the old? You work hard. Buy a house, join the JC's Spend your time coming up with a good split pea soup recipe There you go Traditional pleasures Mm. Ham bone, ham bone, what do you say? (laughs) There you go (laughs) Uh, Mailbag, mailbag Oh, so much to get to What happened to my... Oh man, it went away What time the polls close in Alabama? Somebody needs to hit me with that 7 o'clock Eastern far as you know did you just make that up yes okay yeah let's find out uh let's uh first of all uh the topic is positive sean's cats this is uh, has to do with our warrior foundation freedom station fundraiser uh which we didn't really announce early in the show yesterday had reached nine hundred and sixty six thousand dollars almost a million dollars all told uh the armstrong you universe uh the listeners of the mighty am 760 san diego Uh, Coming through like crazy for a fantastic cause. It's just fabulous. You know, keep that in mind as you review all the ugliness and and hate and vitriol in the news today. The goodness and generosity of the American people, specifically the audience of this radio show. Yes, Positive Sean?
4: Polls close at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, which just reminds me we need to get rid of time zones. (laughs) Right. Good point. So if it's if it's 6 o'clock
3: here in Alabama, it's 1954. Gotcha. <laughs> Correct. And hilarious since 1954. <laughs> Back to the email. This is from uh, Ted, the architect in Berkeley. Uh, hi, guys. A quick note. Didn't want this to fall through the cracks. Um, he points out that among the contributors, because you could contribute anonymously to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, or you could you know say who it was from or in memory of somebody. One contribution for $100 was from Positive Sean's 17 cats. Wow. I don't. Which Ted, uh, Sean, I'm in the middle of something here. um, Which Ted (laughs) went to the trouble of pointing out is $5.88 per cat. (laughs) Thank you, Ted. Awesome. Uh, I always thought of him as a two-cat guy, but wow, seventeen cats! What a lifestyle choice. Kdyp, keep denying your pets, <laughs> Ted in Berkeley. Oh my Ted, oh, my God, Ted, you're a, a prince, prince among men. Uh, this is from uh, Scott. Uh, guys, I thought you'd enjoy this clipping from our local paper's 100 years ago today section. I like it because it ends with one of your favorite expressions in mine. I love that in the newspaper. You know, newspapers are dying, soon to be gone completely, but the 100 years ago today, mm-hmm. the headline is Girl Weeps But Pays Her Fine. When Miss C.L. Carter was arrested this morning and charged with exceeding the speed limit, she was hauled into court where she wept bitter tears. There were not mere sobs but wailing, such as is heard in times of grave distress and sorrow. See, she said she was sorry that she had passed through Madeira and that she was not used to perambulating upon a pavement which made her car skittish. All of the time, the young woman was lamenting. Judge Rayburn sat in stern silence, and her escort stood by and looked on, lacking the nerve or the price to come to her rescue. After a few minutes, the $10 was handed over, and Miss Carter went on her way, sadder but wiser. Mm. A forgotten concept in America. Stupid should hurt. A speeding ticket in 1917? Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, she, her motor car was not used to perambulating on the pavement. Mm. It made it skittish. Uh, let's see where we're we? uh, Gents, what the what? Uh, Joe from Dayton, Ohio's topic is only a syphilitic governor can prevent forest fires. (laughs) What the what? Governor Brown says it's POTUS Trump's fault for California's wildfires vis-a-vis global warming. Why didn't he blame Obama for the man-made BP Gulf spill? Because it's absurd. There were many California forest fires in the 80s when I was stationed there. Ah, Vandenberg Air Force Base near Santa Maria. I'm surprised he didn't blame Reagan for those, even as a private citizen at the time. Not strange twist. He blamed (laughs) Trump for those, too. Interesting. No, as California's longest-serving governor in its history? I blame him, as he had the most time to turn things around, but failed miserably. Seriously, though, more aqueducts could have prevented some fires, but in the end, nature's going to be nature. Well, and there are some fires you got to let burn, because that's how pine forests do the thing. Uh, now, that's pine forests. That's not, uh, you know, your scrub brush of Santa Maria. Uh, moving along. Uh, here's a uh, different Joe. Right? Oh, on the topic of Gary Brown, the allegedly syphilitic and ancient governor. Uh, Uh, During the first 10 years of my legal career, I was a law clerk for for state and federal judges. A law clerk basically reviews legal briefs and discusses, gives memos to the judges about litigants' arguments. Very interesting job, but a law clerk is a law clerk, nothing more. When Jerry Brown got out of law school, his political connections got him a job as a law clerk with the state Supreme Court. From there, he went directly into politics. Here's how he described his legal experience with the court. He wasn't a law clerk. He was a special attorney who was employed by the court. While the rest of us law clerks worked on litigation before the courts, Jerry Brown was a special attorney, quote, working on the state's toughest cases, close quote. I knew that at that point he was full of shut and shouldn't be trusted with the truth. Eh. And then he then at 30, had advantages and he took them. And then at 36, he was governor of the state. That's right. Somewhere along the line, he acquired millions of dollars and is building a palace. Uh, let's see. What do you want? A really good comment on the Senate in Alabama and campaigns or marketing by bikini? How about a special section for the Alabama stuff? Fair enough. Guys, any guy who's gone on a golf buddy trip to a resort area has run into the cart girl. Actually, anybody who's ever played golf. Many of the resorts hire young women uh, post-college, post-high school, dress them in short skirts, uh, short shorts, stockings, tight t-shirts, universally have made up as though they're for a fashion shoot. They're flirtatious, have stories about working their way through school and how tough it is to support themselves, and then sell you a 50-cent can of Pepsi for $5, plus a generous tip, of course. Well, if we've got to stop, I can't finish this. Ah, well, that's a great tease, because I want to hear the end. You got us hooked. And that's how I ended up as the father of quadruplets. That's the end of it. <laughs> Very attractive quadruplets. Uh, so, Marshall's got his news, and uh, everybody's got a tie on Alabama. Welcome from Alabama with
2: the window on my knee. Oh, Susanna,
3: don't you cry for me. A lot of old timey. bone, bone, what do you say? <laughs> a lot of old timey singing on the show today. More than usual. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll get into Marshall's news coming up. Oh, uh, Trump's in a Twitter fight with somebody, so stay tuned. fight. fight. To the Armstrong and Getty show. <laughs> Reading an article in USA today, USA today about how the Golden Globe nominations so punished shows that had stars with the sexual problems mm-hmm. and rewarded shows or movies that were about women overcoming bad men right right and it, it's w- yeah woman oriented stories praised by Golden Globes and it's just so transparent if you'll pardon the very hilarious pun. On this story, but we'll talk about that later. It's just come on.
4: I mean, really,
3: yeah, really, yeah. So one of the greatest shows in in the in the history of TV, you you were telling us for years, Transparent, is suddenly awful and not yeah. worthy of a single Golden Golden Globe nomination. Just coincidentally, with Jeffrey Tambor turning out to be a perv. Come on, I don't even remember what they said he did. Uh he he put some woman up in a corner and was pushed himself on her hey now but uh you know not harvey weinstein rape so right somewhere yeah yeah well, um, that's a hell of a standard let's get to the
2: yeah let's get to the news now with Philip. Phillips. uh sudden and unexpected death san francisco mayor ed lee passed away this morning at zuckerberg san francisco general lee reportedly had a heart attack while he was out shopping grocery shopping last night lee was 65 years old few people know the line of succession Automatically, Mayor today, Willie Brown. Wow. Surprising. Wow. The polls in Alabama are now open. Voters deciding their hotly contested U.S. Senate race today. Republican Roy Moore running against the Democrat uh, Doug Jones. Alabama, conservative state, rarely elects Democrats, but Moore's past has stirred some controversy. Last night, you had former White House strategist Steve Bannon. He traveled to Alabama to rally support for Moore. I know one thing. Nobody can come down here and tell folks in Alabama what to do. No way! The cussedness, the grit, the determination. You're the backbone of this nation. Nobody's going to come down here and tell you what to do. On Doug Jones' side, you had basketball legend and Alabama native Charles Barkley campaigning for the Democrats, saying electing more would reflect badly on the state. we
4: got to stop looking like idiots to the nation.
2: <laughs> People are looking at us like they're actually thinking
4: about voting for this guy.
2: Yeah, there is, there is a lot of that around the country. And well put. Meanwhile, what Roy Moore's wife, Kayla, said at a rally last night while defending her husband against accusations of being anti-Semitic ended up causing even more of a stir. Fake news would tell you that we don't care for Jews. I tell you all this because I've seen it all, so I just want to set the record straight while they're here. One of our attorneys is a Jew. <laughs> The mix of
3: reactions is the funniest part. Yeah, you can hear people's brains. Do I clap for this or am I on camera? Well, what I mean, what am I supposed the... to do here? Do I? Immediate immediate whoops of laughter, <laughs> groans of horror. <laughs> then oh, and her delivery is straight out of like it's a Cone Brothers movie or something. Right. One of our lawyers is a Jew. <laughs> the way she says it. Wow. <laughs> you know. A <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Lord. Well, Bammy, you are doing nothing for yourselves.
4: No.
2: President Trump this morning again rejecting accusations he sexually abused or harassed women. He took to Twitter this a.m. and blamed the accusations on Democrats. Trump tweeting, despite thousands of hours wasted and many millions of dollars spent, the Democrats have been unable to show any collusion with Russia. So now they're moving on to the false accusations and fabricated stories of women who I don't know and or or who I have never met. All this is fake news, exclamation point. You
3: know, I don't think all those gals probably are fake news. I think he was a good-looking, entitled billionaire swinger who got what he wanted and probably uh, did what he wanted for a long time. And we can talk about that if you want. On the other hand, there is news out of the Justice Department investigation that is just shocking in its irresponsibility, if not its outright bias. There's recently a uh, a DOJ official who's demoted from, among other things, the Trump investigation. His wife worked for that Fusion GPS outfit that was behind the Trump dossier. So you got the FBI financing it. This guy's wife working for Fusion GPS, you got old, uh, what's his name, Strock, who's having an affair as a counterintelligence agent, which makes you incredibly prone to blackmail, because I found out, yeah, they are both married, Um, and he's the guy who softened the Clinton wording. He interviewed Hillary's aides who said, we didn't even know she, I don't even know what a server is. Even though months later, or months prior, they had emails talking about Hillary's server isn't working, make sure the server's up and running, blah, blah, blah. And you got all these people at the center of the investigation. You're running an investigation like that, you can't come up with anybody who's, I don't know, wife doesn't work for Fusion GPS and the Trump dossier. It's amazing. So that dude was married, and the woman, he was, the other FBI agent was married also? Yes. And this affair came out, and now all their texts between each other have been handed over to Congress? Yes. 10,000 texts? Oh, that's a bad break <laughs> for your personal life. Yeah, more on that uh, DOJ official thing. James Rosen oh has written God. a really good piece on that. and It's just it's shocking. And I tell you what, I still, and maybe some of you think I'm a naive idiot... I still trust Trey Gowdy. If Gowdy says, you know what, Mueller's on the up and up, I trust him. I believe him because I think he's a really smart guy. On the other hand, there may not be a fire, but there's so much smoke, people are dropping
2: from smoke inhalation here. Larry King is now roundly rejecting allegations he groped a woman on two separate occasions a decade ago. Doris Day in 1947. The charges were leveled Monday by Terry Richard, who was briefly married in the 1970s to the late Eddie Fisher. She claims that in 2005, King slid his hand down her dress while the two were taking a photo together. He uh, put his hand, she says, inside the back of my dress and slid it down to her gluteal cleft. He he put his hand inside her dress? That's what she's saying, inside the back of her dress. And then slid it down yonder. Yep. And a it doesn't, boy. Why a dozen year
3: old? I say this happened to me. Accounts oh. and now make national news. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You know, maybe he did the it. The internet is a political medium, viable. The internet is a political <laughs> medium, viable. Pitches and catches <laughs> reported two months. Can't wait. They'll never. I be like a... the Star Wars movies, but I don't love them. But I do like Darth Vader. <laughs>
4: There'll never be another player as good as Sandy Koufax. (laughs) Wichita,
3: (laughs) you're on with Ernest Borgnine. Larry King was one of the great interviewers ever uh, (laughs) 30 years ago. Yes. My hair
2: grows.
4: (laughs) Um, So, is he responding to this? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, he says this is unequivocally false and he is going to sue to prove these charges are untrue. Larry King, 84. she is 63 now. So, anyway, yeah. the back and forth continues. <sighs> it, no, okay. Yeah, hey, some insight
3: on that uh, that phenomenon that you're talking about uh, coming up next segment. A really good email from one of our legendary mailers. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Awesome. Maybe we'll get to the whole uh, Trump dossier thing at 7. I don't know. A lot to deal with today. A lot. Yeah, all politics though. I I'm tired of it. I got to admit, this probably makes me a bad person cuz I think Roy Moore was uh trying to get the 14 year olds. I believe that. And 16 year olds and 18 year olds. He just likes teenage girls. As a married guy in his 30s, I think that's creepy and everything like that. But I'm uh I'm going to be excited if he wins because it's a thumb in the eye of uh Everybody that thinks they hold the good and true uh, in their hands sure. in America, yeah, which is right. you know, but probably it's like I don't know what that is—that me being a troll or what? Was more married when he was in his early thirties? Are you I sure you're casting his version? I could be wrong on that. Was that the big difference maker? So if he's a swinging single, thirty-two-year-old getting with fourteen-year-olds. Sean, what is my hallmark? Accuracy. That's correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I won't have you, uh, you know, slopping your stuff onto my Hallmark. (laughs) Important you keep your Hallmark clean. Yeah, so, I don't know. I guess I'm just a bad person. (laughs) I'm Uh, sure I'd go there. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show.